0: Hey guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. You know, this month my wife and I are celebrating our 12th wedding anniversary, so I was looking at some pictures uh, from our wedding from 12 years ago, and notice how good I look in that tuxedo from Leon Tailoring. Not just me, but all my groomsmen as well. And so if you got a big formal event or a wedding this fall, or maybe wedding next spring, think about our good friends over at Leon Tailoring. Larry, Norm, Kim, and Judy would be happy to see you. I'm happy to make you look as good today as I did 12 years ago. Well, It'll almost look as good as me as 12 years ago. I'm just kidding. So we go by Leon Taylor, and then we'll be happy to see you. 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. How, how do we just alternate? Okay. Uh, the current, uh, how many, uh, one thing I was wondering is how many counselors, obviously as the population grows, your district is a little bit smaller. So for me, how many counselors are drawn in the same district?
1: So we have two districts right now where we have two sitting counselors
2: uh, drawn into. Both Democrats. I mean, all four Democrats. Right, right. Right. So, and, I'm sorry. After you. I
3: was going to ask, oh, is that when we Gray and Pete David Ray and Jason Lewis? That's
1: used? correct. That's correct. Okay, so why? <laughs> so it goes back to, uh, you know, the, when we had the public forums and we were listening to, you know, the participants. There was, for example, in Irvington and Community Heights, you know, what we did here is, uh, those are basically a community of interest. And when we actually, oh, am I missing something here? Yeah, you guys whispering? Sorry, no, I
3: was <laughs> the previous question.
1: Um, sort of goes back to uh, understanding that there was a, that was basically a community of interest that had only been separated. Unfortunately, um,
2: they lived too close together.
1: They do. <laughs> they ended up in the same district, in the same in the same boundary.
2: Now, did Ethan and
0: uh, Allie Brown end up in the same district?
1: No, I don't know where Ethan ended up. I think he ended up in another district. He may have ended up in um, the place where he lives may be the new District 3, I think, is is right. Yeah. yeah. And if he were running again. Yeah. If he were to run again. I don't know. To be frank with you, I didn't pay attention to that. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: And how many new districts are there?
1: Well, there are only twenty five districts. Well yeah, but how many
0: <laughs> is there any district that's sort of brand um, big, sort of brand new that would be that would have no incumbent?
1: Well right now there are there are two. two with no incumbent. Right. So there's one on the south side, as you know the, you know demographics shifted south, which meant that it was more population down. Um, They're like
0: 23, 24. It's like the
1: year, like right or... in the middle. We don't have any weird shape ones No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's just a slimmer, a slimmer version <laughs> of, of the Decatur County or Dec- Decatur Township one. Um, and then one on the north side as well. So, previous maps we had, I think, uh, four along the Johnson County um, line. Now there are five.
3: Leslie, did you want to restate your initial question? I think Brandon probably help answer it if it wasn't answered. Oh, sure. Um, an additional majority mm-hmm. black district, which was District the new district eight. The new district eight.
1: Which is what number? Um, because I think that the was our current
3: incumbent right? in is Duke Oliver,
1: I believe nine is the current number. But but in terms of the number of majority black districts that we have right now. We increased from three to four. So, okay.
3: The community of interest, if it's helpful to note, on the south side, that New Perry Township district is the Madison Avenue business corridor. It also encompasses the communities of Southport and Homecroft which are known, you know, communities of interest on the south side. So it's a gateway to the south district in Perry Township. Um, I know there was a, an effort to
0: get you guys to do it with an independent registry commission, I chose Smiller instead to
1: draw the maps. How come? Uh, Ultimately, it's our responsibility to get the the maps done. There's there's no two ways about that.
2: We took the the issues that most people were talking about, and we adhered to all of those. We have compact districts. We have uh, communities of interest together. We took input from the public, uh, which has never been done before. Uh, And those are the maps that we have. And it would be I believe, and a lot of us believe, impossible for an independent group to come up with better maps than this that are actually more fair. Uh, And like you said, the maps drawn by the minority party gave them a five-seat caucus. The ones that we've drawn, conceivably, will be six. So they'll they'll maintain their five and an added district. So... uh, again, it's going to be really difficult, I believe, for, for an independent group to get better maps than we got.
0: You move on about the question, which is, uh, if you look at it, just sort of overlaying the, 20, uh, the last election to these maps, I know you guys are like 20 and 5, and now you're like 19, 5, and 1, so what would be the new makeup, or is there one?
2: We really didn't or, look
0: much... how many safe Democrats seats, how many safe Republicans, oh, no, no, how many... No, no, no. Well, a, no, couple no, no. Of, a
2: couple of things make that difficult. One, we have new precincts, and we have now new maps. So it was really difficult for us to take political information and put that into the, the equations here. Uh, so I think that's another uh, benefit of just having uh, done all these maps that at the same time. crystal
3: clear on one thing. There was absolutely no political data used in this process whatsoever. The data that was used was the census data. And included with that census data was data around ethnicity, uh, specifically the questions asked by the census and the ethnicities that are accounted in the census. Um, That was the only data that was used in this process. Does the the census data also
2: include stuff
3: like income, like other kinds of socioeconomic factors? The data that we looked at was just those variables that I mentioned with one addition, and that's age as well. So we looked at the... um, age, 18 plus population, ethnicity, and then uh, the actual population. And that's all encompassed in the shape file, which we're happy to make available. I know a couple other media outlets requested it, and we'd be happy to make that available if you'd like to
0: take a look at it. Oh, no. In uh, the a Caucasian population, black population. What about Latino, Chen?
1: If it was covered in the census, and I believe it was um, Latino, black, and white, um, I Black,
3: white, and Hispanic were the three questions that were asked in the census.
1: Yeah.
3: So, are there any Hispanic uh, districts
0: with a uh, majority population, or is it just? It don't believe so. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: There are significant number of districts that became minority, minority, majority, minority because of the increase in the
2: Latino population. And so that so dates, primarily, so. I think, on the west side and on the, the east side near Washington mm-hmm. Street. You know. yeah.
3: That there's a, a corridor, in the, and the highest concentration is in uh, Wayne Township of uh, Latino population. But in terms of the new makeup, you referenced that the likely result from this would give Republicans an extra seat. So, I mean, as an outsider, that seems like a rare result from a partisan redistricting process. So why would you not want to you know as a party why would you not want to further expand your majority
2: well our our job was to create districts that would serve the the public not the party so uh, our, our goal wasn't that. And I think that's one of the things that I tried to make clear when people would talk to me about uh, a, an independent uh, commission is, you know, give us a chance. I mean, com- you can complain about independence or not, but wait till you see what we do first before you complain about it. Because I think you've got enough of us who have been vocal on the issue of good maps and, and the importance of it and and the, uh, the issue of representation through the mapping process and how important that is uh, that we 're not going to do we 're not going to do bad maps, so we had we had a lot of goals in the, the group that did a lot of this with with uh, our staff and uh, uh, the folks at ice Miller uh, they went in with directives from us we want we want good maps not partisan maps
1: uh, the large objective that we had was to make this as transparent and fair as we could make it and we took that upon ourselves to do it, and to do it the monster uh, Never has there been this number of public forums, this much planning to engage. We worked with the Immigrant Welcome Center, you know, to ensure that we had translators. We had translators in Punjabi, in Chin. Yeah. Um, Punjabi,
2: Chin, Spanish, Spanish French, French Creole, French, uh, uh, sign language. Yeah.
1: So we wanted to show how it can be done um, when we don't go behind a closed door and we engage the public and we ask for their input and we make that input public. You know, each one of these was recorded. um, You know, the creation of the website... An opportunity then
2: to submit information or you know uh, comments you know in that manner as well in all nine townships and virtual as well so there was really an open door and accessible on all fronts.
0: Yeah, how many majority minority districts are there now? Uh,
1: majority minority Four? districts. No, that's, majority, that's majority, majority. There's more than that. I have to. Work. I think nine. Okay, we got furniture. Yeah. Well, yeah, you're doing that? Can I
3: ask? Yeah. Um, I just wanted to confirm that they didn't. The I didn't start the maps until after the.
1: Absolutely not. Not in, They did not start the maps until the report was back and made public, from uh, engaging solutions. Okay. There was not a. There was not a pen to paper or whatever computer language. You know. There was nothing.
2: I think the nice thing, too, is one thing we noticed is through the process of engaging with the public and the input from city you know, seating, seated counselors was the community was saying a lot of the same things about communities of interest primarily. Uh, I know myself, uh, Councilor Jones, Councilor Mascari. the three of us represent Fountain Square. You, you don't understand how difficult things like that are. Uh, to us, to an elected official, and you're trying to be of service to a community. They've got three different people. Nobody knows where those lines are, I mean, the public as far as that goes. And it makes our job really, really difficult. So partisan maps, while maybe good for uh, political aspirations, it's terrible for public service. And it makes it really difficult for us because they divide based on outside purposes rather than populations
0: when you look at certain neighborhoods like Fountain Square, like Irvington, just with us to be like Lawrence and Southport, did you try to make a point to have one council represent those particular areas,
1: or? That's what they asked for. So I think we had, we had at least two of, of of those directives. And I think you mentioned, did you mention Irvington? Really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Yeah, those three areas all now have one councilor each, rather than divided up communities.